evil creature by Trevor Allen. Chapter 5 Autumn passed, and I saw with surprise and grief the leaves decay and fall. The winter came again, and an entire revolution of the seasons had taken place since I awoke into life. My attention was focused on my plan of introducing myself to my protectors. I decided to enter the cottage when the blind old man was alone. One day, the young man and woman went for a walk. I approached the door of their cottage and knocked. Who is there? Pardon my intrusion. I am a traveler in need of a little rest. You would greatly oblige me if you would allow me to sit by the fire for a few minutes. Please enter, and I will try to help you. I'd be glad of the company. Unfortunately, my children are out and I'm afraid my eyes aren't what they once were. But there is food. Don't trouble yourself. I have food. It is only warmth and rest that I seek. Your accent. Are you from here? No. But I understand the language. I am going to claim the protection of some friends that I love, but I am an unfortunate man. I have no other relations in the world. These good people that I am going to have never seen me and know nothing about me, but they're my one hope. I'm afraid that if I fail there, I'll become an outcast forever. To be friendless is truly sad. But the hearts of men are full of love and charity. Don't despair. If these friends are good and kind... They are kind. They are the best people in the world. But... They might not see me for what I really am. My life has been harmless, even beneficial, but a fatal flaw might cloud their eyes. I am deformed from birth. Where they should see a creature with feelings, they would only see a monster. That is unfortunate. But if you really are harmless, then can't you get them to see past your skin? I am about to try. That's why I'm so afraid. I really need these friends. For many months I have done good deeds for them in secret. But if they saw me, they might think that I would hurt them. Where do these friends live? Near this spot. 
I can't see your face. But there is something in your voice. If you will confide in me, I might be able to help. I'm poor, but I'd do anything I could to help my fellow man. How can I thank you? You are the first person ever to speak kindly to me. I will be grateful to you forever. Your help will assure me of success with my friends that I am about to meet. May I ask the names of these friends? This was the moment of decision which was to bestow happiness on me or rob me of it forever. I struggled to answer him, but the effort destroyed all my remaining strength. At that moment, I heard footsteps outside. I grabbed the hand of the old man and said, Now is the time! Protect me! You and your family are the friends that I seek. My God! What are you? At that moment, the door opened and his children entered. The horror on their faces still haunts me today. She fainted. He ran forward and tore me away from his father. Then he knocked me to the ground and struck me violently with a piece of firewood. I could have torn him limb from limb. But my heart sank inside me and I refrained. I tried to speak to him, but he just kept beating me until I was overcome and ran into the woods. The face of the creature I had created was always in my mind. No longer afraid of discovery, I howled like a wild beast. A horrible monster, distorted and twisted. The cold stars shined overhead, and the voices of birds mocked my cries. A fiend that I had loosed upon the world of men. The world of men was at peace, but I bore a hell within me. In my fever dreams, I ranted about the beast. The sun rose, and I crept back into my hovel. I thought that I might still be able to reconcile things. So I sat there, silently, expecting my family to wake like they always did. My words surprised Laval. I waited all day in utter, stupid despair. The shadows grew long, but they didn't appear. At first, he thought my illness was due to exhaustion. My family had left me in the night, breaking the only bond that held me to your world. But the longer my recovery took, the more he became convinced that it was due to some terrible event. Hatred filled my mind, 
And for the first time, I craved revenge. I didn't even try to control myself. When the darkness came, I piled firewood all around the cottage. A fierce wind rose and cut through me. I lay insensible for a time with, with a kind of insanity. I set fire to a dry branch and danced around the hovel. I screamed at heaven until it hurt to breathe. I remember the first time I became capable of observing the outside world again. When the moon went down, I torched the only home I have ever known. The wind fanned the flames. The snow and the fallen leaves were gone. And, and the, the trees, trees outside. outside. My hovel. My window. Caught fire. Came back to life. And then it all went up in smoke. It felt like the nightmare was over. And now... With the whole world in front of me, where should I direct my steps? I felt alive again. Your journal told me where to find your home and family. It was a divine spring. It was late in the fall when I left. The season contributed greatly to my convalescence. My travels were long, and the sufferings I endured Intense. I felt sentiments of joy and affection revive in my heart. Now and then something would show me the way to you. After my recovery, I introduced Claval to the professors of the university, and he became a student of the fine arts. I decided to join him, and I sealed my laboratory forever. I stayed until the end of the term. The months passed, and... The nightmare faded. I rested during the day and traveled only at night, when no man could see me. I found that my path cut through a deep forest. It was still light when I came to the other side and saw a deep river flowing past. I stopped to drink. When a young girl ran past the trees where I stood, she was laughing and calling out, she was playing. I watched as she went along the riverbank. But then her foot slipped and she screamed as she fell in. I left my hiding place and jumped into the cold water, even though I could not swim myself. Dragging her to the shore, I saved her. But she was breathless. I grabbed her to force the water out. She started to cough when I was interrupted by the man she had been calling to. He saw me and ripped the girl from my arms, carrying her off into the woods. I tried to follow them. I don't even know why. But when he saw me, he pointed something at my body. There was a loud noise, fire and smoke. And then there was pain! I fell to the ground, broken flesh and bone. The compassion I had felt only a few moments before gave way to a burning rage. Since that day, I have vowed eternal hatred and vengeance on all your kind. 
past year seemed unreal somehow, an improbable fiction. After some weeks, my wound healed and I continued my journey. My return to Geneva was set for the spring. It was spring when I reached Geneva. Our cast included Paul Rosenfield, Philip Hoffman, and Boramax Kochnar. The entire production was under the direction of yours truly, Alika Spencer Kochnar, and stage managed by Miranda Whipple. Original composition, sound design, and sound engineer for this presentation created by Gregory James Holmes. Video elements assembled by Philip Hoffman, and episode art designed by me. This is Alika Spencer Kochnar, Chief Talent Officer at The Dragon, inviting you to return for Chapter 6 in The Dragon's podcast presentation of The Creature, written by Trevor Allen. In Chapter 6, You Are All So Fragile, Frankenstein receives a startling letter and travels home to Geneva. The creature begins his journey of vengeance against Frankenstein that ends in death. Frankenstein travels through the Alps and comes face to face with the creature. Tune in next Monday to hear the story unfold. Dragon is a nonprofit that depends upon the generosity and participation of you. No gift is too large or too small to make an enormous impact. You can feed the dragon directly online at www.dragonproductions.net forward slash CRE donate. All proceeds made from this link will go directly back to the dragon, as well as the artists that made this podcast possible, because only together can we help the arts thrive. Thank you so much for listening.